0: You have like a coffee grinder going right now? Is that what that is in the back? It's probably the
1: server. Wow. Server. Okay. It got moved out of the closet. Came out of the closet.
0: Oh, all right. Well, that's adorable. I, mean,
1: to yeah. you should tell. I support the server coming out of the closet.
0: Good. I think Maybe. we all support your server. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Campfire Gaming Podcast. Uh, with me today, I've got Matthew, I've got Cullen, hey, what's up? and Sam. Hello. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about BioWare and the uh, most recent Nintendo Direct. What do you guys want to get started with?
1: Yeah, let's, let's do uh, Nintendo. You really like Nintendo? I like I Nintendo. I do like
0: Nintendo. It's one of my favorite consoles now that it's, you know, not the Wii U.
1: <laughs> what was wrong with the Wii U?
0: Game support. You just didn't have enough uh I actually really liked the Wii U in general, but you just didn't have enough people or developers putting content there. And mm-hmm. that was just poor sales, I think. That's true. Yeah, that, there's
2: not a lot of Wii U
3: games out there. And
0: that main controller was just
3: it hurt my hands. I couldn't play for very long. The giant
1: gamepad?
2: Like, yeah, it would just <laughs> yeah,
3: it
0: cramp
2: my hands
0: the whole time.
1: Try testing with it.
2: It was uh,
0: Yeah, okay. that was testing those was, was an interesting
2: my kids love it. They absolutely love it. Oh, well, kids love video games. I mean, it was kind of. So it's maybe it was made for kids. It was meant yeah.
0: to be a family console. So, okay.
2: Okay.
0: to be honest, the Wii U is just a Nintendo Switch but smaller and less. Awesome. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was definitely like the, the first yeah. iteration kind of a thing. So I mean, the Wii U was success was a success if you look at it that way, right? So, uh, so first up on the uh, direct, we've got Overwatch came out for is announced for the Switch. Um, I kind of feel like. It's a little late, especially since Overwatch has been out quite a while. I think Blizzard is working on its second?
3: Yeah. I, believe yeah, I mean, I there's rumors talking okay. about a second Overwatch coming out. I mean, that's why they canceled the uh, the StarCraft 1st uh,
0: person shooter.
2: Does that Again. mean it's com- does that mean it's coming out on Switch too? then? What's that? The, the new Overwatch.
0: Since- Probably. Okay. I mean, yeah, nothing's definitely- been announced for Overwatch 2 and Switch, but they're just now releasing, I think next month sometime, the uh, Overwatch for the Switch.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely gives a precedent of releasing future titles on the Switch.
1: That's cool. Is it like is it joining the ranks of what like Skyrim Overwatch where it's just on, it's starting to be on everything?
0: Pretty soon it'll be on your Samsung fridge. Yeah. Yeah I think so. I think it's a little too late. That game's a little oversaturated and anyone who's already played it is either playing it probably on their preferred console or you know is just done with the game because it's been out for so long and then so many other games have come out that are you know the same arena type shooter so I don't know I, I mean
1: it's cool that they're still supporting it you know they're still always adding new characters every few months and, and rebalancing it and reworking it honestly I, though I haven't gone back to play in a long time I played on Xbox and PlayStation and yeah haven't touched it in a very long time
0: yeah I played on the PC I don't think I'll be picking it up just because I don't see really any more reason to jump into it especially with the uh, the rest of the library that's coming out with this uh, the next one that popped up on the thing was luigi's mansion do you guys ever play the first one
1: long time ago gamecube wasn't it yeah, yeah i believe so GameCube. yeah it was a lot of fun on the ds
0: played a little bit of it i never really got into it
1: i mean the new one looks pretty cool only problem is i still don't own a switch so yeah
0: it's <laughs> uh, it's got co-op to it too so you actually get to play luigi and guigi i think is the second guy yeah guigi yeah there so. was four on
1: four yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Capturing ghosts or fighting each other or something, yeah. yeah.
0: Some kind of multiplayer.
1: Can I derail
2: for just a second before we move on too far? With uh, Overwatch, is there is there going to be cross-platform? Like can I play with if I'm on if I'm on my Switch, can my kid play on his Xbox and we fight each other?
3: No, I don't believe so. I don't believe Blizzard has any kind of cross-play okay. at all between different
2: platforms. Bummer. That would have that would have done it for me. Then I would have bought it for the Switch, but
3: Yeah, I think they're like best opportunity for that would have been for like Diablo. Diablo three when they right. ported that to all the consoles.
2: Okay. And you can't do that with that either? Uh-huh.
3: No, nope, you can't do that.
0: Some just means you gotta buy another Switch.
2: Right. Alright, sorry. Luigi's Mansion.
0: I oh, was just seeing if anybody actually played it. Um I actually didn't get a chance to, but I know my nephew loved it. And looking at this second one, it looks a little more um adult and spooky and the the graphics just look beautiful. All the different levels were really nicely done.
1: I like how it looks like it's a, you know, it's a multi-story building and it, it looked like every level is going to be something unique and different. They showed, like, Egyptian and pirates and, it like, that's, I think, is really cool just having those different not art styles themes. Yeah, themes. Should,
0: I hope they keep the bosses that way, too. Like, each one is, like, a, a pharaoh or, like, a pirate captain or something fun like that. I think it'd be great.
2: Yeah, looks really cool. Are you going to have, uh, is it going to have the Switch VR compatibility? What? So for
0: Luigi's yeah. Mansion, I don't think so. It's pretty side-scrolly. Yep. The
1: cardboard thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no,
2: there's there's a little there's a little VR headset. You put your Switch in there.
0: Yeah, I think that's right? part of the Labo set. There's Labo a, set, there you like go. a, a VR okay. set for it. I don't think that Luigi's Mansion will have any VR to it. Bummer. I don't think. At least they didn't show anything. It's kind of a side-scrolling. I'm not sure how you would oh, okay, incorporate... Right. Um, VR into that.
1: Well, I mean, there's there's VR side scrolling. What well, yeah. was that that Lucky's Tale? Yeah, that's yep. Yeah. Lucky's Tale. Yeah, that was a little weird though. Lucky's, Lucky's little,
0: Tale was it like Mario Odyssey and like Mario sixty four? That was a, like a 3D platformer. So I would I would call that not a side scroller. Platformer, yes. Not side scroller.
2: I mean, you could you could be watching it in VR and then have like a spooky ghost pop up in their, in your peripheral.
0: Just terrify the children playing it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. I think I'll actually end up playing it. It looks good. So the next one that uh, was through the list that I care about, anyways, uh, if you guys have anything you want to talk about, do let me know. But uh, Super Kirby Clash, did you guys watch any part of that? Never
1: not yeah. watch it. No. It looked. Is it just all boss fighting?
0: Yeah, it's just. I actually downloaded it last night and jumped into it because the Xbox stopped working. Thanks Microsoft for signing issues. But um, yeah, so I started playing and it's just boss fights. It's, you go around, you uh, link up with other people online, or local play up to four Joy-Cons, and you just fight bosses.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Like, you get to spec out your, your Kirby's?
0: Yeah, so there's four different classes that I saw. There's, like, a stamina class, a strength class, a magic class, and a healing class. And you get to spec out your guy differently based on whatever class you're playing. If you're playing, like, the sword guy, your stamina goes up with levels, strength guy... Strength goes up at levels. Healer, it's um, energy or something. I don't remember what that one is, but basically um, you get to play as multiple different Kirby's and different colors and jump around and fight bosses together.
1: Yeah.
3: It definitely seems like really
1: different from other Kirby's. As I was going to ask, this is, this is like the first game like this for Kirby, isn't it?
0: I think so. Um, it's It kind of follows that uh, pay-to-play model a little bit, though. So that's the only like downside to it. It is just a fun Kirby smash battle against the bosses, but you're limited on how many times you can go do some of these adventures, like it costs stamina to play some of them.
3: Okay. Ah,
0: oh, that's too bad. Well, the cool thing is for the online at least from what I've seen is if you if you lose against the boss, it eats your stamina. If you beat the boss, you actually get your stamina back and plus a point if you level up. So as you as you beat the bosses, you get your stamina back. It's just if you fail, you have to buy more stamina.
1: Did they say how many bosses there are going to be at release?
0: I've only seen four, so I haven't uh, gotten too far, but it doesn't say how many. Hopefully it goes all the way up to, like, you know, the King Dee or... Well,
1: I'd assume they'd have to have a lot more than four.
0: Well, I hope so. That'd be <laughs> terrible. This game four. is free, right? Yeah, it's completely free to download.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes a little more sense, I guess.
0: Yeah,
3: I
1: was going to Starting be, out with four, and then weekly, or every other week, you had a boss, and...
3: Yeah, I was going to be surprised if it was going to be, like, a, a free game, or, like, you had to pay for the game, like, $10. bucks. 99 Yeah, and then you also <laughs> had stamina. Yeah. And on how long you can play, that would be dumb.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to check out right away when they said it was free to start. I just wanted to see what, what does that actually mean, but it doesn't look too bad. Um, I got, like... Yeah, that'd be weird. Free to start. Free, Free to are, start. Those are that's really, they, <laughs> that's, that's weirdly worded.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is it like their, wasn't the, their Mario mobile app like that, though? You could play like the first. Mario War, Runner or whatever. Mario Runner, or what, it whatever a, it was. It was a it was, terrible like, game. You could play like the first level, and after that, you had to pay like 10 bucks for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Something like which that. which I'm sure they made a lot of money on because it had Mario in the title. Sure.
0: Speaking of Mario mobile games, do you guys hear anything about uh, Mario Kart for mobile?
3: Uh, for mobile yeah. like phones? Yep. No, I haven't heard anything. Tell yeah, us so, about
0: it, Mike. So they're releasing a version of Mario Kart that's supposed to go on your Android or iOS phone, Apple phone, and the way it's supposed to work out is you're supposed to have like multiplayer essentially. So is it like is it like let me let me guess? So like
3: Pokemon Go? So, like, you sit in your car, <laughs> you're the car and the thing, you meet up with some other people on the road, and then it there's a little countdown, and then you go.
0: Oh, that would be excellent. It just like integrates just, you just integrate Yeah,
1: your Google Maps or whatever,
2: yeah. Apple Maps <laughs> or something. You see race down the road. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There'll
1: be a warning about not running people over, like, after <laughs> the first day. Obey all stop signs and lights and things like that. Yeah.
0: You gotta, like, follow each individual turn. Maybe they'll incorporate like Google Glass so you can see like the little dude come down with a fishing pole that tells you you're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. If it was yeah.
1: smart enough to know that you're sitting at a light and it just makes that <laughs>
0: ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, that'd be too fun. No, it's, um, so it's like regular Mario Kart. You drive around, throw stuff at each other, um, try and get first place, all that fun stuff. But they kind of crapped the bed a little bit and they decided, Hey, let's not make it multiplayer. In the sense that we would like multiplayer, so it's like time trials. So basically, when you finish a race, you get a speed to that track. You jump into multiplayer. You're basically going against everybody else's ghost instead of actually them. So there's no like player to player interaction. It's all just following their ghosts.
2: They had that in uh, the Wii U version, where you just did the time lapse and you'd see the you know the the leads, ghosts, and stuff like that go by you. So I can see how that would work, but that's not going to be as fun as being able to play against people direct. Right, but,
3: that doesn't... I feel like it takes away from the iconic version of Mario Kart is where you get power-ups and you use the power-ups against other players to try and beat them instead of just a uh, arcade racer where you just drive as fast as possible.
1: It's but, I mean, we are talking mobile here, so you'd think that'd be a little bit harder to get that connection there where it is just one-to-one. You know, again, if it's mobile, your phone, I think it'd be a lot harder that's to okay. build that where it's you're actually racing somebody unless you somehow directly connect to the phone.
0: Yeah, like any kind of connectivity issues and you're just screwed.
1: Yeah. Or they're jumping around, lag, you know, whatever. Sure. I think yeah, it'd be I, harder to do. I can see why do. they
0: did that, but I also, I don't think that that's if it were, I don't know if they're charging for the game or not. So if it was a free game, I'd say sure, that's fine. But if they're gonna go, you know, charge twelve bucks for it or something like that with like a Final Fantasy game when they came, I just don't think that that's worth it to just be able to race against other people's best
1: times. You know, the first track is gonna be free and that's gonna be ten dollars for the rest of The game
0: <laughs> <laughs> first track is gonna be Rainbow Road. Just yeah. to be a dick.
1: <laughs> you get it. if you can beat it without falling off, you get the the game for free or like half off or something like that.
0: <laughs> See that or one of those. Uh, Those ghost house tracks, those were always difficult, too. Um, Speaking of Mario Kart, they finally dropped the SNES on the Nintendo Switch. Came with like 20-something games, but uh, I spent some time playing Mario Kart yesterday.
1: Yeah. So, is this... I'm just completely new to all this. Is this the first time they're dropping all these games, or is this kind of every few months they drop some SNES games? So,
0: it started out with... uh, When Nintendo Online went live, they had a... um, It's 20 bucks a year... With that twenty bucks, you would get a um, like a virtual console for Nintendo, the original Nintendo. Yeah. And then it was every month you get two games added to the library. Um, it didn't start right away. It was a couple months after they they launched it. But you get uh, two games per month, and everyone was complaining the games are garbage. They weren't dumping out anything that anybody really wanted to play. It was all titles that were just obscure.
1: Well, I mean, those were twenty bucks a year. Those are all games I played. <laughs>
2: I was excited for each one that came out really <laughs> yeah i had I had all those weird niche games growing up. Mm-hmm. We got them from like garage sales and stuff like that. They're the ones sure. no one wanted, so they got rid of them.
0: They did do some cool things like the excite bike they made that multiplayer, so you had the ability to you know play online uh, with with that. They put a couple other games online too. I don't remember what ones those were, but basically, everybody's been crying for like um. Earthbound and wanted Super Nintendo mm-hmm. on there because that was the better library, and a lot of people, including my opinion. Um, so they finally just now, as of the direct launching, the day after. So was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday they uh, decided to put out the Super Nintendo library. It's only twenty five games. There's some good ones. There's some bad ones, but
3: but they're also like changing their release model now, right? It's no longer going to be every month. You get a couple games. They're just going to have periodical. Here's a here's a chunk.
0: Yeah, that's what they're Here's saying. The it's going to be a sporadic. There's no release schedule to it. I don't know what that means for the mm-hmm. future, but we're not going to get an exact two every month. Hopefully that means like two months from now, we're going to get another 25. That'd be great. That's you know, almost keep.
2: better though, honestly, because I, I, I got sick of waiting, you know, doing every, every week or so, checking to see if something came on that I wanted to play. Um, so I think if they just dump everything at once, I can look through it and be like, oh yeah, here we go. Here's a few that I want to play and then go from there.
0: Yeah, I think dumping that original 25 to, um, even if it does take two months to get more stuff, there's a lot of games that uh, will take some time to get through. Add that to the uh, upcoming release schedule of Switch stuff, and I think people will be satisfied for a little while.
1: I mean, we're going into the holiday season here with all the drops, or games, so, yeah. 25 SNES games. Yep, 25 SNES games. Keep people busy.
0: Uh, Some some things that we did not expect to see, like nobody kind of called these out, was there's a... um, uh, Star Wars Jedi Outcast got re- is being released for the uh, Switch as well. That came out of left field. There's uh, some Star Wars game coming out for the other consoles. The um, Fallen Order, Fallen Order, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so th- the Switch owners are all thinking that this is the. Uh, hey, we're not going to give you Fallen Order, but uh, Jedi Outcast.
1: I mean, Jedi Outcast is a really good game. So I mean, but yeah, I mean, if people are excited for a new. New Star Wars game, then they're stuck with the old one.
3: Am I crazy? And I swear I saw some rumors talking about potentially another Jedi Outcast game in
0: development. I might be crazy, though. I do not know anything about that.
1: No? Our resident Star Wars expert is shaking his head no. There is no new Star Wars. Was it Jedi Outcast? Yeah, Jedi Outcast. Wasn't that the Jedi Knight series? Which was also the Dark Forces series. Well, yeah,
3: Jedi, so. Jedi Knight came first, and then the Jedi Outcast, I believe.
1: Yeah. But Dark Forces came first. They should put Dark Forces on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thank you, Justin, our resident Star Wars expert.
0: Should Justin, me? you can lean in and give that information if you want. Nah, <laughs> yeah. no, just shout it out, man. <laughs> or shout just it yell out. it, yeah.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if they brought, was it Kyle Katarn back, right? You know, that'd be, I, I really enjoyed those those games way back in the day. Um, not so sure how I feel about the Fallen Order, but it's just actually my thing. Just comes from it's EA doing Star Wars. We'll see if it's any good.
0: Who did uh, Jedi Outcast?
1: Wasn't that Raven? Ravensoft. Ravensoft, Ravensoft. in Wisconsin. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I our, our resident like expert it. here finally <laughs> got a mic here. So Justin. Hi. <laughs> yep. Now we don't need him anymore. So thanks, Justin. Yep.
0: Always the ever so important <laughs> input. <laughs> See, I never played uh, Jedi Outcast. I don't know anything about it. I kind of fell out of Star Wars games for a little while because most of them, after like Knights of the little Republic, I just I really like that style, and you know, I didn't play any. Man, that was like the
3: golden age, though, of Star Wars games yeah, back in the day.
4: Realistic saber. What? Shout oh, it! Shout
3: I'll it out! Down to this
2: until we're done with that.
3: Shout <laughs> it out, Justin. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was yeah, because like Kotor came out, and then there was also like. uh Rogue
1: One, uh, Pod Racing, Pod okay, Racing, racing. yeah, the X Wing game or not the was it X Wing? The, X-wing the game? Rogue Squad, Rogue Squad. Yes. There we go. Those, those were amazing. I mean, there was an yeah. X Wing game, but that was PC way back in the day. TIE that was fight. one of my first Star Wars yeah, games, TIE I think. TIE. Yeah, well, Tie Fighter was better. Well, yeah, there was two. There was X Wing, and then there was Tie Fighter. Yeah, good old eight like eight floppy disks to get it installed. Yeah.
0: Now all the recent Star Wars games are disappointments. Would you guys be cool with the game if they went back to like that Rogue Squadron kind of feel, flying back through a Death Star? You know, with not with the way the graphics are now. VR. Ooh, VR. That would be sick.
1: A VR I feel one, like would
0: they be. didn't they kind of do something like that with the
3: latest Battlefront? There was like some kind of mode. There was a VR front two or add-on on for PS. Could,
4: yeah, there was like a multi-stage space fight or something.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I but didn't. Was I didn't it a play. High-paced it. trench run with Darth Vader behind. It. I mean,
1: it it probably was because you know they need to milk Star Wars fans for all they're worth, get them excited to buy PlayStation VR. What? And it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: they're not dry yet. Keep it coming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think it'd be cool if they gave you a multiplayer on that. So like you're all fighting on it. Like, so the the way I'm thinking about this is if you had good guys and bad guys, so you had, like, the Empire and the Rebellion, and you, as the Rebellion, are trying to blow up the Death Star. You fly in and have to do it, but as the Empire, you have to fly in behind them and try and take them down and make sure they don't get it. I think that would be cool, because then you're not only just dodging towers and things behind you, but there's actually a player behind you trying to gun you down. I think that'd be super cool. I mean, they're sort of like that for Battlefront, but
4: more open.
1: I, I the, the aerial battle stuff? I played some of that for that might have been the original. Did they have a Battlefront 2?
4: Yeah, that's the multi-stage one where it's actually you're fighting, trying to hit points. And you, every time one team advances, the other team pulls in behind and keeps going through the Death Star or Star Destroyers or whatever.
1: I think I only ever played the aerial battles for the first Battlefront. So, and I wasn't a Those fan. Were kind of boring. That was just like, yeah, it was just. Out there was was no obstacles, no cool scenery. It was because no. you fought above above that planets. Flight. I mean, you oh, look yeah. you look yeah. down the planets below looked really cool or whatever. Yeah. But it was really just it almost looked like a, I remember dying and then flying back towards everybody fighting. It looked just like a cloud of gnats. Yeah, you know, like you see in this you know summer. It was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. And didn't then I could they, ne-
0: didn't they advertise that to be like a seamless transition, like if you could go into like, a spaceship and fly up oh, and then, like, shoot everybody, nah, but then that you would fly
3: like, out. That was what, originally, it was yeah. supposed to be before EA took it over. <laughs> that was that was the uh, Battlefront 3. Yeah. When that was in the works, and then they ended up actually canceling it. But, yeah, they, you essentially, you could start on the planet, and then get in a spaceship, and then seamlessly fly into space, and then join in the space combat. Capital ships.
1: Yeah, yep. and then try to, because you were trying to blow up like each other's capital yeah. ships, so yep. you'd land or defend or whatever yeah yeah oh well all the cool games we'll never get because EA is owns the Star Wars IP all of the what could have been I mean I got hopes for was it what we called I already forgot Fallen, Fallen Order. Order yeah just because it's Respawn Entertainment Respawn Entertainment is the ones that did Titanfall and way back when they're the inventors of Call of Duty uh, I think they even were I think they even started on Fire. anyways they they're like Titanfall is a really good game and I do have my hopes a little up for star wars i'm not buying it when it comes out though i'll see what the reviews are so so I'll be honest a...
3: when uh, when i first saw the trailer for fallen order uh the part where it was a no-go for me was when i saw forrest whitaker yeah <laughs> as soon as i saw as soon as i saw I like, forrest whitaker yes. as soon as i saw forrest whitaker i was like oh it's a tie-in to the movies that kind of sucks yeah, I don't you like that Saw Greer. I don't. I don't like the latest. Uh, well, I mean, to be fair, right? That Rogue that One character, awesome. that character was in Ooh. other things besides
0: the latest movies. Of all but, of the new movies, Rogue One, I think is the best.
3: <laughs> I think that's fair. But just the fact that it was tied into the movies, and I, I, wanted, because uh,
0: of Forrest <laughs> I I wanted the Forest Whitaker. I wanted because
3: he was in it
1: for like thirty minutes.
3: <laughs>
1: not yeah. even. Not even. <laughs> what new what I ten. wanted?
3: What I wanted? What I want actually from a Star Wars game is something completely removed from any of the uh, like. Star Wars movies universe kind of related things I like something like Knights of the Old Republic so was completely
4: 1313
3: Yes I wanted 1313 13. <laughs> and again another one of those games that
1: could have been but awesome. didn't Yeah I uh, maybe slightly sidetracking but I mean I think in general Star Wars games and movies need to move away from like the Skywalker era, like go forward in time, go backwards in time, heck, go the other side of the galaxy in an area where it's not affected by Empire and I think that's what rebels you're try and, and do Skywalkers. With the new
0: movies, like yeah, the Rise of the Skywalker. That has to be the end of the Skywalker series. I mean, what else are they gonna do? They already I mean, said it was.
3: They, yeah, they already yeah. said. And just to hopefully try and get back on track with the Nintendo thing, but just to finish up this conversation. Uh, just because I'm also not very excited for the uh, new Old Republic series that D and D, the writers uh-huh. of uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones I don't think they're going to do a good job.
1: I heard rumor that they're bumping it down to one movie instead of a trilogy. But that's just rumors. It
3: was Old Republic. It
4: was just a rumor.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. I thought that. No, they they were really down. Wait, wait. The
0: Game of Thrones people are making a Star Wars movie. They were, Yeah. yeah.
4: They a got trilogy, trilogy, but it might just be a single movie now.
0: That was that was the also the
3: theory on why the last season of Game of Thrones was really bad was because they're like, let's just come on, let's get it out the door. Ooh, I want to go Disney move on paycheck. to yep. I want to get that Disney Wars. paycheck. Get go work on
1: Star Wars. Although yeah. I mean, since we're way off topic right now, um, that's also a rumor why they're only getting one movie now is because they signed some big deal with Netflix now, right. and Disney's like because they're doing their Disney Plus thing. Oh and, right. And- But, yeah, anyways, so back on topic, yeah, be (laughs) you know, games where they were separated from that whole era, Skywalker era, you know, I'd love more Old Republic stuff, you know. Do KOTOR 3 or go into the future and do, I don't know, what is the future called, Justin? Do they have a future? Not anymore because they killed the (laughs) canon. Legends? Yeah.
3: Isn't now the future? I guess so. Present day life, the future, since it's based in the galaxy. We already Star far, Wars far kid
1: away. was our modern Star Wars movie, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else you got for us Mike? Yeah, what else is uh, Okay, for so
0: here's here's an interesting thing. Um you guys know Game Freak, the developers of Pokemon? Yes. yes. And some other games they've got uh, like super badass elephant is some Tembo, the badass. Oh elephant? yeah, I remember that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so they they do some other games other than the uh, Pokemon series, but they are releasing a new game called Small Town Hero. Let me make sure I got that right. Yeah, Small Town Hero. Uh, it is a time-sensitive RPG is the way that they're marketing this. So it's small small world. Basically, everything happens in one town. Uh, there are bosses that just show up, and you can use the townsfolk to help you fight them. But it's supposed to be just short encounters to... Be sensitive for those people who still want to play an RPG but don't have, like, 40 hours to put into the first quarter of the game.
2: This sounds kind of like Dragon Builder a little bit, or am I off? Very off. So
0: there's no Minecraft aspect to it. There's no building to it. It's just you are the resident of a town, and shit keeps happening. Like, oh, monster! How are we going to take care of the monster? Uh, we'll put Bill after it. Go get him, Bill. Okay. And then Bill is like, but I need help. And then two townspeople come in and, you know, there's different um, different mechanics and different moves and abilities based on who you have with you.
2: Are you going to have monsters that you can train or capture? Or nope, I don't no think Pokemon? there's any
0: Pokemon aspects to it. Um, I think people were angry because this game's coming out by Game Freak and the new Pokemon game kind of looks like garbage as far as they're concerned um mostly due to recycled animations and things like that but um yeah so no monster catching nothing like that it is just straight up the battle system from what i can tell no like from RPGs.
2: Uh, no like stardew valley like i'm trying to figure out where they got this idea from cuz yeah, there's no, some good games that went viral that would make sense to include some of those aspects
0: no i don't i don't think it's anything to do with like any kind of farming of materials or anything i think it's just Fight a boss, level up, fight a boss. You know how many bosses do you have to beat before you level next time, and the gear that you can, you know, maybe make from the bosses. Maybe there might be something there, okay. but I I don't know much about it. There hasn't been a lot announced other than the title, okay. which that just got released recently. So, what do you guys think about that? The idea of a short RPG like that, like just pop in, boss fight, get out. You can. I go- feel like
3: that takes away from the original design of of rpgs is that rpgs you were meant to kind of invest your time and grow your character and feel like you are growing in the world that you're playing in and then eventually overcoming difficult monsters if it's just like oh just fight your boss here uh oh, and it's done because we don't want you to have to spend too much time on the game you might not feel as invested into actually playing the game
0: sure yeah i think it might remove that uh, some of those accomplishment feelings uh, i know there were bosses that i fought in different rpgs where you're like you lose to it six times and you're like what am i going to do to beat this grind for a little bit or unlock an item you didn't know existed. Uh, just the, the whole sense of accomplishment, I think, will be out the window. Yeah, I, I agree. One of the other games that came out that uh, they're releasing on the Switch that I'm super excited for, um, just because I saw that you can do local, I think local, at least there will be online co-op, is um, Divinity Original Sin 2. I haven't played any of those. Oh, I'm, I, That
3: was the one thing from Nintendo that I was actually really surprised and happy that they did. It's just the fact that they have Divinity Originals into two on the Switch that you can do uh, uh, yeah, you can do multiplayer across four different switches. And then also they the biggest excitement for me is the uh, cross save. So you can import your save from Steam nice. and you can keep playing, nice.
0: which is super cool. That's Was cool. it multiplayer on Steam? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, so you it's not have four like players new. No. Excellent. I was
2: That's... super excited for that, too, just because I was really enjoying it on my computer, but something's up with the microcode on my Asus board. So that and, like, PUBG crash on me all the time. So I just could not play Divinity 2. And then it would corrupt saves, too. So it coming on, on the Switch is pretty cool because I just haven't been able to play it and was really enjoying it. It's a good game.
0: That's kind of like Baldur's Gate in that, right? Like, it's a... Uh... Yep. Yeah, isometric yeah. View,
3: yep, yep. view. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of have this uh, turn-based combat
0: right? Yeah. right. It's yeah. Yeah. positioning and then you have spells D20 okay. kind of yep. attacks so- yeah, okay. yep. no I'm, I'm super excited for that one that is a day one pickup for me so if anybody wants to play oh I'm yep. down my awesome. favorite
2: thing to do was to go steal stuff from people and then put it in my friends pockets and they wouldn't know about it <laughs> yeah. so they would be running along and this guy would run up to them and be like hey thief stop and they'd, they'd be like ha 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 you're like do you have something of mine and they'd say no of course not because they didn't know I stuck it in there yeah. And they'd yeah. be like I found this on you you thief
0: yeah you son of a bitch! My
3: my favorite thing to do that I did in uh, Divinity Original Sin Two is that one of the one of the bosses that you had to fight in the beginning of the game it was kind of difficult on where he was. So I uh, basically went around the entire zone that you were in and picked up all the barrels I could find, all the exploding barrels that I could find. Nice. So I have this picture of before I blew them up, is that I have all these like three stacked high barrels of like oil and poison and stuff. And then I just launched a fireball and just blew up, and there's just giant explosion and just fire <laughs> completely around the entire area,
0: and it was it was great. He died immediately. It was awesome. <laughs> it's hilarious. Nice. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that, uh, Colin. You're gonna have to buy a Switch so we can play it.
3: Man, the only reason I was ever going to buy a Switch is if Persona Five went to the Switch, and it didn't. Yeah. Some stupid. We get Persona Warriors game.
0: Super Ninja Warriors though. Garbage. Right? Like, come on that It'll be not excellent. Just like, I'm a huge Zelda fan. I just could not get into the Hyrule Warriors either. Or the Fire Emblem Wars. Those are both not great. So thanks, Persona. You guys want to talk about Smash Brothers or Dragon Quest or anything like I, that? Uh,
2: I want to say on Dragon Quest's part, um, it would be really cool if they launched it for the U.S. 1, 2, and 3 because they did the re-releases. But uh, after I went and bought a DS just to play Joker 3, and they never localized it, and still haven't, and it's been years. And I'm hoping maybe they do it for the Switch, but I don't think it's going to happen, so I'm upset with Square Enix. And, uh, yeah, I don't think Dragon Quest is going to come to the West. It's going to be just like uh, the other Dragon Quest games.
0: Like the older ones you're talking or like the other ones? Well,
2: they, yeah, they re-released 1, 2, and 3, and so those, those went out to Japan, and they went out to Asia, the rest of Asia, but...
0: If I had to guess with, like, because they pushed the Dragon Quest hero to Smash Brothers, and then they've got this Dragon Quest game coming out, I get, I get the feeling that at some point they'll localize and bring it over. I don't think it's going to be a, a never, especially if they redid some of it.
2: I'm still so Re-released. disappointed from Joker. I just don't... <laughs> we, I have get, no we f-
0: get your hopes up slowly and surely. Uh, the only thing I have to say about Dragon Quest, though, is if you guys get a chance to, go look at it, because it is one of the prettiest games I have seen so far, right? Downloaded the demo that came out with the Direct, and it's just just gorgeous.
2: It's using the Unreal Engine, too, so Thanks. it's interesting.
0: Uh, last thing is, for Nintendo anyways, um, the Xenoblade Chronicles game from the Wii is being remastered entirely, and it looks pretty good. Any of you guys play that? Honestly, no. Uh, I had an
3: old roommate, uh, and she loves the series, and she always advocated, saying that I should play it. But I don't like playing games on the Wii. I don't like the Wiimote. It's gross. So, maybe it's, if it's Wii going Remote. On Switch. Wii Remote.
1: That's yeah, what I
3: said. That was, that
0: was a fun part of working That's what I said, for... Right? Uh,
1: we weren't allowed to call it a Wiimote when I worked... Uh, Isn't
0: that literally what they call it? No, though? they are the no, Wii it's, Remote. Oh, yeah, I didn't know in, that. Like, Nintendo was Nintendo very guidelines. strict on it. You can yell that. You <didn't laughs> say Wiimote. Yeah. One of those, one of those new guys wrote... Um, back one of my last years at Activision, they uh, wrote a bug for saying something was wrong with the Wiimote, and it came back just... The, uh, the developers and the producers were pissed, so it was, it was funny.
3: I don't know why they... That seems really weird to just get angry about that. Like, why wouldn't they just accept the fact... I mean, it rolls off the tongue pretty well, Wiimote, instead of a Wiimote. remote.
1: I prefer saying Wiimote. Well, I think it's most silly. people do. It's just it's when silly. we work there, we... Uh, you go on the wall of shame if you say that. So. Yeah, just get yelled at by our, our manager. and Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun it's time. Senior QA lead. Yeah, it's a good time.
0: It's not a Wii mode. Sorry,
1: I derailed it there.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that one because, again, because I was not a huge fan of the Wii remote controls. I'd I like to go a back Mode. mode.
1: I don't think anybody, uh, any of our previous coworkers, listened to this yet, so they won't get mad uh, at us.
0: Maybe. There, there might be one or two. Okay. Yeah, because I, I put it up on LinkedIn, and I think. Uh,
1: well, if you're listening. Like our, old.
0: our old leads were a part of that, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, if you're listening, old leads, we're calling it the Wiimote it's, now. It's
0: called the Wiimote. Suck it. Yeah. It's Wiimote. Breaking out! Yeah. What if, like, six years later, we're finally, like, bold enough to say, it's We did Wiimote. it, guys! <laughs> we
3: told Nintendo it's called the Wiimote two generations later. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to
0: talk about Bioware?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Some An interesting discussion that I wanted to have is the, the concept around Bioware and kind of the rise and fall and potentially... In, in my opinion, I mean, is this the end of Bioware? They kind of had some pretty hard hits on this latest on the latest games that came out, including uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, as well as Anthem. Obviously, was kind of a shit show. Um, you can make arguments about for Mass Effect Three was not necessarily received very well, at least in the beginning. Same with Dragon Age Inquisition. There was a lot so of like angry Mass people. So Mass
0: Effect 3 still looked and ran good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, totally. The story, that's kind of where they shit the bed. But if you look at Dragon Age Inquisition, you walk through the like towns and there's people that you go have conversations with that are still in a basic T-pose for animation. That's And that's like rendered and done. They're yep. just standing there with their arms straight out looking at you, and then their mouths move all janky. It's like, yep. a horrible game. Yeah. That was uh, the beginning of the end for me.
2: That, that sounds wonderful, honestly. I would be laughing the entire time.
0: Yeah, were you laughing if you paid 60 bucks for oh, it, though? Oh, okay, no. <laughs> Maybe
3: not. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, a couple years ago, I when uh, uh, Mass Effect and drama was coming out, I was getting excited because I'm a huge fan of the Mass Effect series, even though Mass Effect 3 ending uh, made me really mad. Uh, I decided to play through all the games again on PC because that's what I was gonna, the platform I was gonna buy it on. And honestly, playing through Mass Effect 3 again, the story is honestly pretty fun. The game's actually pretty fun until the last, like, ten minutes of the game is when they just shit the bed so hard... That I remember playing
0: it <laughs> what, what was the big thing Spoiler But what was the big thing
3: Spoiler for alert like, for a game That was 7 <laughs> years old 10 years <laughs> old blue? Yeah so, so, so uh,
0: what, what was the big controversy On that Because I just don't know And my brother Who is a huge Mass Effect fan Tells me Go to hell Play it yourself And find out <laughs> so He's too angry know what, To Mike? talk about it yeah. But yeah. Mike,
1: what, what happened Go to hell Play it yourself You'll see Yeah No
0: I mean,
3: the, the biggest controversy about it is that they, they sold the game and they actually did pretty well for the most part on the idea that your decisions mattered throughout the entire trilogy. You would pick these uh, options and do these crazy things on, uh, on changing and morphing the world as you played it. And then, then the climax of the series was, what's your favorite color? Is your favorite I hope color, that's how they asked that question. Is, it, is it your favorite color red? Is your favorite color blue? Or is your favorite color green? And then that was the game. That was that's how they did <laughs> no, it. No and yellow, they can't you can't do the money no. Jump then. no. <laughs> no. It was it was, it was, it was RGB. RGB. Did they just
0: legitimately throw three RGB. colors and say, Hey, pick one? Or was there actually a so story
3: I mean So, okay. so the the idea was that you uh, go to this thing called a crucible I believe correct me if I'm Ooh, wrong Destiny justin of a Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, uh, so the giant concept of the game is that uh, there's organics. Organics are assholes, and they all fight each other, so they make synthetics to try and create order. Well, the synthetics are realize that, well, the reason there's so much chaos is because organics, so let's f- kill all the organics. And they're like, I can't believe they would do this. Even the uh, the Reapers, or whatever, the Leviathans is what they originally were. They, they were essentially these god creatures, and they saw all these organics making synthetics and they were causing problems so they were like you know what we need to do we're organic organic creatures let's make synthetics to stop these organics from doing bad things and then oh surprise the synthetics causing problems and they're just like basically just killing them themselves so the end of the end of the game right back to the crucible you had three options there was kill all synthetics kill or let the let the cycle continue with the synthetic or with the uh synthetics basically wiping out all organics or merging them together. So there's this weird hybrid organic synthetic creature that everything is combined and
2: that's how uh that's how oh that would be a spoiler on the dune series. It's okay. Dune's been out for a while. <laughs> it is, it is uh, I think Dune while.
0: has been out longer than Mass Effect.
2: <laughs> that's that's kind of how Dune ends.
0: But yeah, there was after
3: after you pick your choice, there was no kind of Conclusion to wrap up the other decisions that you made it was just yeah that's that happened now and so you didn't really find out well what happened to all my buddies what happened to the world and the universe after the fact
1: it was, but even was when it. they put that in it was just kind of this little wasn't it like a little montage of just yeah. like oh like I think depending on it, I think the one I picked there was somewhere like Shepard like and few buddies like crash landed on some planet or something like yep. that Yep. yeah so I don't know I I mean, I enjoyed the games, and like you, I think it'd be interesting to go back and play through, because I've done that with a few games now, where it's like, when they first come out, I'm all excited about it, then I get really disappointed, and then, like, I just have this bad taste in my mouth. I did this with Halo Reach way back when that first came out, because I read the the books, and Reach and the story behind it was really cool, and then you played halo reach and it was a little more behind the scenes stuff going on not all the cool bit big explosions and fighting so i was really disappointed when that came out but you know a year or two later i went back and i played i'm like you know this is actually really good this is a really good halo game so i'd be kind of curious you know i wasn't as disappointed in the ending i was just like oh that's really kind of dumb i just went on with my life but you know i think
0: so like with the way that they tied that in and said, and I, like I understand now, kind of the anger, but this is three games of people pouring their time into it just to find out, you know, what is this giant cataclysm going to be?
1: Yeah, turned out to no. Be. I get why people were a, mad. See,
0: dude, I get. I <laughs> you you could have skipped to here and just fixed it all.
1: Yeah, I, I get why people were mad. I mean, the extremes they went to is a little crazy, but yeah, I mean, I'd be kind of curious to go back and play again and see how I feel about 3 because for the most part I enjoyed it Yeah, until the end. But again, as I already mentioned I was just like...
0: I absolutely loved 1 and 2 I didn't, like I said, I only played a little bit of 3 but um do you guys think it would be it, it wasn't worth playing through them just because I of the read, ending? Or
2: They lost me at 2 honestly. I loved 1 I read the prequel, super psyched for it I went through, I got every achievement, did every every storyline and everything that I could Um started 2 and they changed the controls so much I just I could not get behind the combat system To the point where I was just like, you know what, there's some other games I want to play, you lost me here.
3: See, I was actually the complete opposite. Uh, When the game came out, I was originally in high school, and uh, a buddy of mine said that, oh, this Mass Effect game is really cool, the original one. So I picked it up, tried to play it, and it was just, it felt really clunky, everything was really slow... And you would have this sniper rifle, but your if you weren't specialized in it, you, like your shooting radius was like yeah, three like, meters. You just terrible And you just, you just couldn't hit anything. And uh, so I just didn't even get that far, and I dropped it. And then, uh, what, a couple years later, Mass Effect 2 came out. Same buddy came to like, dude, Mass Effect 2. I was like, Mass Effect 1 sucked, man. <laughs> he was like, no, you gotta try it. So I picked it up, and I loved it. That's actually my favorite of the series is Mass Effect 2. Is that because you got to play as Joker? It's actually, to be honest. It's because Yvonne Strahovski's in the game. Oh, fair, yeah. Yeah, she's that hot, was back yeah. when she
1: Chuck was, was still hot. pretty you big. You got
0: to think for her, I forgot. Yeah, she's hot.
1: Yeah. Um, I really liked the first one. The only thing, it was, I forget what the achievement was. I think it was like exploring like all the planets. Yep. I think that was the only thing. But I mean, uh, uh, to your guys' point, I, I played two, and I, I remember going back and playing one again, and yeah, like it felt clunky, especially driving the... Rover Mako the Mako and and I was like yeah I'll drive around on the planets again and kind of explore around and and I was just like oh jeez it was was bad trying to the physics with that trying to drive around on planets yeah
3: it was really bad Yeah, because like all the planets had like these super massive spire mountains that had just like the craziest like sides so you're sitting there trying to drive on the side of it and you're like okay well I have this jump button maybe if I I'm stuck on that spot maybe if I just jump a little bit I can get past it well the jets were on the bottom of the stupid Mako so Mm -hmm. it just Push you away from the wall, and then you just fall back to the bottom. Yeah,
0: it's just kind of like trying to climb mountains in like Oblivion or something with a horse. It was just like I can get up you, <laughs>
1: just and then trying nope. to get around it. But
0: so yeah, back to uh, BioWare itself. Uh, we we're on a little tangent thing. Yeah, on, so I
3: mean, and then and then obviously an game series, but. after the uh, Mass Effect three came out, there was obviously Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, there was a lot of mixed feelings about it. There was definitely. It was very popular with some people, but then obviously the die-hard fans were like, "This is nothing like Dragon Age or Origins. Like you were trying to say that if you're going back to your roots after the disaster of Dragon Age Two. This is awful."
0: I thought the multiplayer was actually a really cool idea. Yeah, it may not have been done as well as it could have been, but that if they made a game like that, I would buy it if it were a full, a full series, like a full-featured game. Just a randomized dungeon crawler. Oh yeah, absolutely. I thought that was a lot of fun. You know, you each pick a class, you start walking through it, and you go, you know, just fight monsters, hang out with your buddies. Who who doesn't want to hang out with your buddies and fight monsters?
1: That's all I want to do, honestly.
0: Well, I guess, first you have to have buddies.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Shots fired. Shit. As an outsider to Dragon Age, though, I, I mean, I was probably one of those people that in, enjoyed Dragon Age Inquisition, even though I only got like 30, 40 hours in. Yeah. just like barely scratching the surface. Yep. But... I mean, like, I had fun, um, but again, it, I was new to it, so I had nothing to compare to, to be like, this is terrible, this is right. bad, you know? So it was, I mean, there was a lot of, I did a lot of reading. I think there was a lot of lore in the game, trying to figure out what went on before. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I do remember seeing a lot of people were mixed on it. You know, it, it didn't, it was well-received, like you said, by some, but others were like, this is right. not good.
3: Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of the problems is that they just had these open open landscape areas, which was cool to to think that, ah, oh, it's like open world, you can adventure around, but most of the time the space was just not well utilized, and it's just most people didn't like it. Yeah, after Inquisition, the notorious Mass Effect Andromeda came out, and it was awful, Justin. It was
0: awful. It was, We're going to have to do another really mic set just so that uh, Justin it. and Rich can join <laughs> in on the conversation. It
3: was, it was really bad, Justin. I wanted I, I wanted to hold out. I wanted to believe that it the, the uh, all the early videos and all the early critiques were not where they're overblown. You just have to get over the yeah, was, wonky
4: uh, animations from time to time. The story was fine. There was a lot of cool stuff in the background.
0: It's hard like, to immerse yourself in a story when the character that's talking to you is literally staring through you. Yeah, yeah. And just close your eyes and, <laughs> and unable to walk upstairs normally. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I mean, wasn't it a lot of the initial problems with the game though was the fact that it came out in such a broken state. Yeah. yeah. I'll say, you know, yep. my, my, my roommate, he went back and played it a year or two ago and he's like, it's actually really not a bad game. Story
4: wise, it's fun. There's a lot of really cool stuff going on. If you like go into like there's like murder mysteries happening on the sure. space station that's right. talking about what's happening in the Milky Way galaxy still and it's there's a lot of cool stuff going on.
3: So I mean for me the issues that I had with it is that I I'm a big fan of like having character development in your party members and stuff like that. And I just didn't care about any of the party members in this latest one. There's like, the only love interest for a, a male character, if you're heterosexual, is, like, some crazy bitch that just had crazy eyes at the time. And it's just, like... I wanted I like, I like wanted to be okay with it, but just over, over time, I was like, ah, I just I can't look at your fucking face. God damn it. I just can't do it. And then I tried going after the Turian... And I was like, I, this isn't working <laughs> for me. I don't like this game, man. The biggest disappointment
4: was the last uh, colony ship never showed up. The Quarians. And oh, everyone. yeah,
3: yeah. That was the biggest
4: thing for me. I right. really wanted to see them.
3: Well, I guess the other, the other disappointment is that, so you have this whole other universe, right? You're, you're in the Andromeda galaxy. Yeah. And there's only technically one new sentient race. That was it. Technically, there was only one because the, the bad guys were actually just converted yeah, from these other they were cat th- yeah, things. Taking over.
1: Spo- right? Spoiler. Spoiler. I, I don't oh, care. No. I'm just saying spoiler. Games like, games Too late. Like-
4: <laughs> Five years old. Spoiler. It's not even supported anymore. They yeah. canceled all the DLC. <laughs> they already canceled all the DLC.
1: Good.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think, honestly, like having all the arts and animation problems in Andromeda, it was the same thing that happened to Inquisition. So I don't know if that was a... You know, they just cut their art department or they were too pressed on time or what happened?
4: Uh, they lost their lead multiple times throughout development. Yeah, but and I,
3: then, I mean, another thing is that they, when EA was cracking down on what kind of engines they were using, they were forced to use the Frostbite engine, which originally Frostbite was made for first-person shooters. That was
4: the issue with Dragon Age as well.
3: Yep, so they had to uh, somehow make their own tools to try and fix anything to make it work for uh, an RPG. Like, I remember specifically, like, loot and inventory space was very difficult to do in the Frostbite engine, at least at the time,
4: until a they actually...
1: Well, the, right. the inventory system, the conversation system, that yeah. was; those are all systems that had to be built up, and I, will, uh, I do want to defend it a little bit, because I do think it's actually a good idea that EA's forcing people to use frostbite what i don't what i think they're doing very poorly is they're not staffing up whoever is building the engine to support these studios because yeah they uh we saw dragon age we saw uh andromeda definitely heard about it with uh what's the the game that just came out um oh yeah, we one. don't talk about that one we don't talk about that uh, one anthem anthem the, anthem so it was just like reading about destiny killer yeah reading about those it's it's a lot of them went through and didn't have the support from... Is it still DICE that I think technically... It's still you, dice yeah. And yeah.
4: EA pretty much said, if you're not a AAA title that we are fully behind, you're not getting our support. So they just kind of left Bioware off and they went yeah. to deal with it all on their own. Which is yeah. ridiculous because well, then, so. the
1: Frostbite engine is really good. And really what EA should do is split out the Frostbite team and build them up as yeah. the the publisher's engine studio, right? And then support those because I mean, the you know, there's probably a lot of work. It is an engine meant for first person shooters, but I mean there's games like FIFA's on it and now that, that makes a bazillion dollars. And so they got priority they get priority.
3: Well and the other priority too at the time of uh Andromeda during that whole development cycle was when Battlefront one came out. Yeah. And that was a big title for EA as well to try and make sure that's polished and ready and to go. Because that was dice.
1: They had priority. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's bad. I think it's bad that they forced them and then didn't support them. Yeah. So it
0: sounds like EA was like here, pounding a bunch of nails with a screwdriver. Yeah. yeah. And then nobody
4: documented it. So every time they made a new game, they had to go back and redo all of their work again <laughs> uh, within the engine because nobody knew what the other studios were doing, and they didn't have and
1: agile back and agile forth. development. There was no information sharing yeah. there, Put so the documentation we, in the stories. We made this
0: agile awesome development RPG does not say no documentation. No <laughs> documentation needed because we're
3: agile. We just go that fast.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's going back to to some with uh, Bioware, kind of their slow fall too. Is I think it was even inquisition start with inquisition it wasn't just mass effect it wasn't just anthem but they've had a lot of turnover in their leadership sure um as well as it sounded like
0: whose fault is that turnover right like is it the studio it's just they're angry about it or does this all fall back to that here's a crappy tool for you we're not going to support you we're not going to help you do what you can like setting someone up to fail i'm going to leave if i'm set up to fail
1: yeah i well i mean i don't think it's just the tool is what caused people I mean maybe some engineers or something like that but I think like project leads and things like that I don't think that would force them maybe sometimes I don't know but and it's they,
3: they depended on their quote unquote Bioware magic or whatever in the crunch time where they had this philosophy that it we've out done so it before well. we did it over other games it'll be totally fine this time guys but Bioware magic
1: I think that's where some of the blame does kind of go on Bioware because they relied on that their bioWare magic which yeah, works. Sounded thing. like the last one it worked on was Dragon Age Inquisition kind of. Um but they, they it's with what was it? With Mass Effect and Anthem, it sounded like the studios were given free reign right? Sure. To do whatever they wanted and they spent a lot of years churning ideas. Right. Because Mass Effect was originally some of the early concepts was going to be a little bit more like No Man's Sky, where it was a procedurally general.
4: Planet to planet.
1: Think how many years that is. And if anything was true, and I can't I don't have it up here, so I can't quote, but there was that article that that really good guy at Kotaku puts out and he did one for Destiny and a few other games. But if any of that is true, Anthem was a very different game. And that went through years and years. And, and again, I think this is where it also is a little bit of both, but you know, you get those higher up CEA that come in and say, hey, I need this feature in here. Well, that causes problems. That ripple, that's a ripple effect that causes po- problems with the world design, our animation, right? You know, changing. I mean, just from the fact that it sounded like they went back and forth a few times with the flying mechanic. Yeah. That just affects the design of, I mean, just, we'll just stay with the world right right you have to change stuff there to um work around that mechanic being in the air and flying around as opposed to be running around on the ground and you know on your feet so you know i think there's blame on both sides um
3: i think i think what goes to say about that game though is that and from what i've heard is that the flying part where you're flying around like iron man was the only fun part of the game if that's why they had to like when they put it in, they couldn't do it, and they took it out, and it was like, well, this game's just not fun anymore. we got to put the flying back in, because that was the only fun part.
1: I think it was the EA, again, going back to that Kotaku article, if I remember, it was like an EA exec that they put that in there for to kind of wow him, and he loved it, so it it had to stay. But originally, the studio was back and forth on whether they wanted it in or not. Um, And I do believe that if it, like that game did awful already. Yeah. If that game did not have flying, it would have like been 10 times worse the reaction it would have been like it was a garbage game already but it would have been like times 10 right
0: yeah if Bioware went to an EA exec and was like here's this half-baked thing that's kind of cool and we could do it that's totally on them like that's one of those things that you just don't show until you're done with stuff and it's working, I don't think anybody should be pitching their ideas to an exec, because as soon as it looks super cool and pretty, they're going to be like, I want that in the game. I don't care what you have to do to get it. No, I'm not going to change your release date, but I want that in the game and it has to be there. So
3: Yeah, I think the the interesting thing, again from that Kotaku article that Matt, you were talking about, is that Bioware themselves, even, which I didn't think this was on how it happened, they were like, dude, let's make a loot shooter. Because Destiny did so well, and their launch was amazing on Destiny One, we should do the same exact thing. Because we'll make a bunch of money.
1: I thought it started out it. It started out more like a, a weird kind of Dark Souls. I, I don't even know game where like I mean the example I can think of is like it was like oh you had to go stop a volcano from exploding and it was like how it wasn't really like a boss but like you had to really it was really hard and you kind of had to level up or get better at the mechanic to be able to like stop this so it wasn't like it wasn't some action game it wasn't some shooter flying around like i think later on a few years later is when they're like well destiny's doing really good probably the division and and you know borderlands was a lot of fun way back when so i think it was like early on it was a completely different game it wasn't this like hey let's make a destiny killer right because Destiny killer, Destiny's good at killing itself. so <laughs>
3: Yeah. It was just, yeah. Just the fact that they decided to go down the route of a loot shooter was very Pringy. blindsiding to me just because they were an RPG game before and they oh, yeah. made these story-based games and then they decided to go down the route of a loot shooter, which at least, okay, to be fair, probably majority of the developers that used to work at BioWare who actually worked on the story-based stuff no longer worked there and the remaining people were like yeah loot Shooter sounds cool let's do that so it's not the same studio yeah it's
2: definitely not yeah they still have that that history there and they do better with the rpg stuff like the rpg right. elements that they had in mass effect you know even even when they added some of the other stuff uh, aside from mass effect 3 since everyone hated the, the last one but uh it, i feel like them trying to copy other other publishers developers instead of kind of following their own you know history and where they've yeah. done well is kind of what their issue is you know loot loot shooters you know uh anthem doing the battle royale stuff and let let the other companies that are good at that do that that's like uh cliffy b when he wanted to make the
1: battle royale right and that just fell apart it's all well, he, he wanted to make a unreal tournament yeah like kind of
3: i thought he wanted to make Michael like a quick quick yeah game. what's
1: it what was the name of that uh Heights was the... no the no. game he made before that um it was
3: a. Uh... Wasn't it like lawbreakers lawbreakers. Yeah. He wanted to
1: go back and kind of make what, you know, he was known for was like a, uh, arena shooter, arena shooter, but kind of a little twist. I mean, I mean, I thought it was kind of a cool idea. I played the game a little bit. It was okay, but it was the adding of low gravity and kind of like a little yeah. bit more verticality and yeah. movement to it instead of just kind of staying on the ground. So it was kind of a cool idea. It didn't really take off, but yeah, the last ditch effort for, for, for that studio was that, that, or, um, Battle Royale,
0: right. So as a gamer, Colin, do you have, do you want to go? F- no, you go want for to it. Pull us in here. Um, so as gamers, who should we be upset with? Should is this a, a mutual thing between BioWare and its changes and EA, or is this an EA cash grab problem like we usually see?
2: I, I think that's what it is. I think it's the publisher. I think it's the top level pushing down. You know.
0: I, Sorry.
3: I, I personally don't. I I think it's there's fault on both ends. I think there definitely was, uh, some push from the publisher. They saw oh there's a lot of success come from this Bioware team. We should uh, pick them up and push them along. Maybe nudge them in a specific direction towards hey we need multiplayer because that's what games need these days. Um, but I mean in the end I I still think there is definitely some decisions made in Bioware themselves where they kind of just
1: went wrong. I, I Yeah. I mean, I'm very much in that neutral position. I think there's blame on both sides. I think Bioware was trying to go a little bit too much on their, their past fame and success. And then obviously, you know, you I mean, EA, anything that EA touches, there's always going to be problems. So, I mean, anything from the frostbite to executive leadership, maybe making calls on designer. or. What type of game should be made, but yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, so
0: so moving forward, do we think Bioware should keep trying, or would you guys rather they just so I mean scrap obviously, and they they have
3: Dragon Age four in the works right now after anthem came out,
0: if they don't crap the bet on this one, I'm really excited for that. I haven't well, seen anything on it, but I mean they've Dragon already Age, like, it's I it's
3: a Battle royale. They, I believe <laughs> they've already claimed that it's gonna be a live service or whatever live service game, so. Uh, I'm not excited. I think it's going to be a pile of garbage, to be honest. Will you
0: expound on your live service comment? What do you mean by that? Games is... Do you mean, like, games, games is as a service? service? Sorry, oh, games as okay. okay. a service.
3: Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think the... Uh, if you combine Mass Effect 3 and Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition, I would say that's one nail in the coffin. Uh, Andromeda is the second nail in the coffin. And Anthem is the third nail. And I think... In my opinion, EA should do what they're best at and take this uh, developer down, in my opinion. I think they should close it down because I think it's just a lost cause at this point.
1: What about the Austin studio? I mean, I don't, I All don't know. All of the them ex- are bad. No, I don't know. How, I don't know the exes- success of it so far, but or, of, or now, but I mean, SWTOR is still going, and I, and I yeah, think they're doing another expansion. So, like... And I'm pretty sure it's the Austin studio that handles all of, all of that. And yeah. they're doing You're right. pretty good. Um I think it's really it was the Edmund, Edmonton and Montreal studio that really kind of yep. shit ch- the bed with, yeah, both of them. with Dragon yes. Age and Andromeda and, So yeah, right. There's, there's like
3: them. there's three teams. There's the A team, which was the original team of Edmonton, and then there's the B team, which is team Austin, and there's the C team in uh Montreal, I believe. Montreal's yeah, I Montreal thought it was, is
1: closed now. You're right. I thought yes. it was Mon- it was, I thought Montreal and Edmonton were flipped. A team was Montreal. Anyways, I but know. I mean to your point, yeah, there was three right. Bioware teams. Yep. But I I mean I was reading this was actually just yesterday. Is apparently they've obviously we know Dragon Age four. Supposedly they're still all behind Anthem. They're still going to be. I thought they. On-
3: I thought they said that they weren't going to. At least they haven't been keeping their promise on their, uh, roadmap. Well, yeah. Maybe I mean. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, they took no, they
4: the following it. They just took off the
3: dates. Yeah, they took off the dates.
1: Yeah, I think it's just a slower progress. But, yeah, supposedly they're all still behind making Anthem great again. Right. Um, or just great. Good. I guess not again. Yeah. But, uh for the first time. I mean, supposedly they have a couple new projects in the work outside of, uh, was it Swotor expansion, Dragon Age, and supporting Anthem. I, I mean, they, they still have IPs that I'd like more games yeah. from. But I'm just worried after now three garbage games. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd love and I'd prefer if the Austin studio would do this since they've been handling Star Wars really well so far. It's KOTOR 3. I wish I'd just do a KOTOR 3. Uh, I'd, I'd be okay would with that it. Would
0: bring you back to BioWare as a developer if we got a good Knights of the Old?
1: I don't know if I would restore all my faith in it just because EA is still their publisher. And I, you know, as I already mentioned, I really like Respawn, but I'm a little wary on Fallen Order. Yeah so um but i I mean i'd even be excited for another mass effect
0: well based off of justin's comment here i just quick looked it up bioware general manager casey hudson yeah is quoted as the mass effect franchise is very alive
1: and they're they're they're, killed it they're re they're making two i mean we're i mean the initial thing is like are they is bioware dying here but it sounds like they're trying to pump some new life into it because they're opening up that closed studio again, whichever one it was, Edmonton or Montreal. So, I mean, that could be them trying again on Mass Effect or maybe doing KOTOR 3. I don't know if it would restore my faith. I think I would just be happy if I got a good good Star Wars game out of them and uh, a good Mass Effect game.
0: Yeah, I'm going to say that, for my opinion, I'd really like to see them get back to their, like, Origins and yes. start doing, and I don't mean Dragon Age Origins, I mean any Origins Baldur's Just go Gate. back, yeah Go so. go back to their You know, their excellent days With Knights of the Old, Boulder's Gate 2 Dragon Age was a lot of fun When it came out, you know, stick to those Go back to it, Jade Empire Start over oh, I forgot about back Into the more, you know, if you want to do Multiplayer, sure, but go, go back to what you were good at And just kind of revitalize that team
2: Remaster Baldur's Gate. Didn't they do that? It went out on the phone. It I went for mobile, right. but I don't think they. I, I don't thought think
0: it's on. I thought it's on consoles as
3: well. I thought they had a piece like Steam version that was like yeah, remastered or something. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure something. they did. Uh, or,
0: like updated a little bit. A remaster on all those. Dumped them out on the Xbox, the uh, mobile and
2: PC. I mean, they added Black Arena to uh,
1: Baldur's Gate. the First one. And so do we multiplayer. want do we want Bioware just to become a remaster studio? Yes, Yes. <laughs> since they can't make any good games they from there. Take- no, upgrade? I want to
0: see I want to see them make new stuff. No. I'd like to see them yeah. with like the current technology get the support to make an like a if they made a Mass Effect game that was a, essentially a redo of two, not the same story, not the same, but the the gameplay, the the characters. Like I really liked the like the reunions that you had in that one. I think that's the one where you ended up. Um, Starting off hunting like one of your best guys from the first one, and then you find out it was him, and then you have to fight off waves of dudes. Oh, and that's right. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So I mean, the, There's the story in that bro. was yeah, yeah. The story was excellent. The gameplay was excellent. Go back to making something like that with newer graphics and better story. Any of you guys play uh, Neverwinter
2: Nights or any of that series? I played a little bit
3: of a
0: little it. Little bit. Never got too far into it. It was very Baldur's
2: Gatey. It was, yeah. It was yeah. pretty. Pretty fun. I enjoyed those two. Um, it should make Shattered Steel too it's been a while since we've had like a mech controller game kind yeah. of like Battletech on Sega but only you were actually in there or if you played uh, Descent at all that was more of a flying one but
0: uh, I played Steel Battalion
1: okay was that the one that had the crazy yeah, controller that, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I lost yeah, no, that no. controller yeah, because no, I borrowed no, it to somebody eject
0: but. Sequence that
3: you had to do in order to survive, or, yeah, else, if you it, or didn't else you eject,
0: you lose your your yeah, save. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was one of the hardest things ever to drive to Because if you if you didn't pick, like if you were like, oh, I'm gonna get this big badass mech that's got tons of armor, but then you start running and then you try and turn, your dude just falls. Like he's like, oh, I have no agility. Shit, 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 down. And then you're just there waiting for someone to blow you up or eject out because you can't get back up. It was a lot of fun.
2: Well, since Bioware's listening to us right now. Shattered Steel Two, VR. That'd be a lot of fun, right? <laughs> You're in the cockpit then, so that gets kind of rid of the sickness of moving around and stuff like that. Sure. You got all you all know, you got all your stationary stuff around you, you and go blow up other robots with better graphics, please. So, imagine- but the the huge controller with the huge controller. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. That, it, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. There was like 15 switch like it had an ignition sequence yeah. and everything. Like you had to flick a bunch of switches, power something up, turn on another piece and then hit the, you know, that was the go button. It was just wicked. Steel Battalion? Yeah. Okay. Original Xbox. I still have an original Xbox if anybody finds the game. You guys want to play it?
1: So. I have I have an original Xbox too, so nice. yes. Somebody so we have just have to find the game and the. Do you have the <laughs> controller?
0: No, I so I borrowed it to a guy I used to work with at Home Depot, like right out of high school, and then I quit my job and forgot to go get the the
1: controller back from. Should go hunt him down and yeah, because that was a pretty pricey controller if I remember. No, yeah,
0: right. it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, but whatever. So it sounds like Matt and I are in agreement that we'd like to see them stick around. Bioware stay. Sam, no, no, I,
2: w- I want to see him stick around. Okay. They're they're iconic to my.
1: I still think especially. it's another bad game or two before we get the classic so. EA shutdown. But again, I th- I, I just don't. I I could see the Montreal and Edmonton Edmonton one closed down. Like I could see him leaving Austin open. I guess is what I'm saying. Assuming Swator keeps going, and that's sure. pretty decent, and the supports there. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of bad things about that studio right. down there. So. Um, yeah, but I could see them, you know, if they bomb on Dragon Age, them just and if Anthem support just keeps sucking, then I could see them just closing.
2: No, keep going. I'm the kid that's not going to pull the plug.
1: Yeah.
3: No, I am the kid who will pull the plug.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, EA might be I keep... think They're a lost cause, and they need to just. It could be go to EA sleep. just, you know, recognizing, you know, the 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 name sells games. You know, That's definitely true. That's you know, maybe they're true. just like, "Hey, we can slap Bioware on this, and some yeah. dumb idiot's gonna buy, buy it." And, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, since we're kind of eulogizing Bioware here, uh, are there any uh, favorite games that came from them that
1: you guys can remember? Just the uh,
0: the best of Bioware from the past.
1: Original Kotor for me. I I mean, like, I've been tossing around playing through that one again. I have it on Steam. And I just need to get some time, or I can buy it for my phone, as Justin reminded me here. That's on phone too. Yeah, but I already have it on Xbox and Steam. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know why. So you put it on your phone. I yeah, no, that's that's the that's probably my that or uh, you know I know everybody was kind of hating on it, but Mass Effect One, I I really enjoyed that. I mean, not everybody was hating on it well you were hating on it i was
3: about? but i know sam you okay. said no, i loved yeah. it yeah yeah it was I, I thought no this, other people who loved it
1: i thought the story was really good i had a lot of fun me and han solo shepherd you know that was my <laughs> i didn't i didn't know Shep- it was what years ago i didn't know that shepherd would be slapped on the end so i named my guy han solo and then it's came out to han solo shepherd so we romped around the galaxy in that first one I had a lot of fun
3: nice uh, My favorite Bioware game is... It's still in my top ten of games to play is uh, Mass Effect 2, to be honest. I love that game.
1: All because of Miranda.
3: Uh, it's definitely a part of it. Yeah. Is Yvonne Strahovski good? I mean, She's hot. Um, no, ED is dumb. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I like the story. I like the combat. The suicide mission in the end is very cool. Very cool concept. How the conclusions could end up being. It was it. great. I loved it.
1: I, I really like to. Um, it's not really a complaint, but I, I was. I wish I wish the main reason you were... The main story was like you're going after the collectors and trying to stop them in yeah. the middle, middle of the universe or something like that, right? Yeah, the center of the universe. But you spent like three quarters of the game just assembling your team. Right. Which wasn't bad, but it was just like, okay, cool. I spent most of the game assembling. Now I'm going to go, oh, just do the final mission. I must have played done.
0: that game wrong because I'm pretty sure the whole like, plot of that story was to try and make it with the bald tattoo chick.
1: Jack? Jack? Uh,
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what the whole
1: story That was, was. the main storyline. <laughs> yep, okay, yep. Well, then, that, now we're talking, like, that was, like, one-tenth of the game, so that should have been a lot more of the game, so.
0: Yeah, so, did you... You guys beat Mass Effect 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam? You know? No, okay. I, I couldn't get by the controls. Did you guys get uh, everybody through, or did you lose people? Got everybody through.
1: If I remember correctly, yeah, I think everybody got through, because... Mostly because wasn't it a really good chance or pretty much guaranteed if you did everybody's side mission yeah, that you so got him through? Yeah. And so I did everybody's yeah. side Who missions. Who was the
0: like alien dude at the end? Like one of the last guys you got, what was his name? You're not talking oh. about, you're talking about Legion, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Legion. Legion. I, that's the only one I lost. Cause I didn't do his side quest because I got him really late and I was like, oh, I just want to beat this game. And I stuffed him in that tube or whatever. Oh like, yeah. Just died. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go in there and get him, buddy. Well, well, that was short-lived. Moving on.
2: <laughs> Justin says he got his guys 100% through.
0: Good job, Justin.
2: You guys, Overachiever.
0: Are, all you guys are all better players at that than I am.
1: <laughs> Again, it was just doing the side missions. Sam, did we time. get
0: your favorite Bioware game? Uh, Balders, Baldur's Gate
2: played evil every time I play it. Uh, sure. Kotar, I love that one. Played it evil. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, stark contrast to your evil play, I... Kotor is probably mine, and I played that. That was the reason it stands out to me so much. Like I was telling you guys earlier. Salbar. Yeah. No, I I played the game completely neutral all the way to the end. It was a it was a really difficult playthrough because you had to you had to basically pick one side, then the other side, then one side, then the other. Um, so you were was,
1: a great Jedi.
0: I was all the way up until the end. When then April O'Neill was like, oh, "I'm a bad guy." And you're like, "Do I kill her?" And that's that's really like. What did it for me is that determines whether you're light side or dark side, and I was like, up. Oh, well, that's that. Yes, I'm going to the dark side. No, I let her live. I was like, yeah. Oh no, I did kill her because my brother went light side, so he just wanted to see how it, how right. the other side would turn out. And I yeah. was like, yeah, I'll be Darth Malak. Cool. Blah. Done. Let's go. Um. But I think that's it for this conversation. unless you guys have anything else you wanna?
2: No, I think reel we're- in here. Nah, no, I think that's it. Now we're good. Do you want to ask Rich or Chase? Favorite games? Just nah. little...
0: nah. no, no, because nah. chase is too noisy. Yeah, but uh, all right, guys. Thanks for having the conversation. Thank you guys for listening to us today. Um, hopefully, our social media stuff is in the description. Like it, follow it, share it, tell your friends, all those things. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See you
3: next time around the campfire.